Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Hold up. But that's what it is. You always say call a spade a spade. If you don't have the potential, then fuck it. Yeah. Oh shit, I messed up already. Oh shit, so. Oh my god. But they know they're not buried material. Exactly. Oh my god. Podcasting is therapy for me. I mean, I really don't do it for no other reason because I just like being honest and telling my truth in hopes that it'll help people be more transparent and honest about what it is they like, what it is they love, what it is they hate. I mean, if we can't be honest with ourselves, then what the fuck are we doing? You are now listening to The Reality Is. Good, man so we back we just did the interview with the homie jay colby of the black detour i told y'all what's your last name Brett? williams well no technically yes because <laughs> see that's what i was going to give you a different last name because i called i go from your maiden name i mm-hmm. think it is yeah no my maiden name is cole like jay cole because his album is amazing it is yes. fuck everybody right. who think it ain't exactly <laughs> that was so random. i mean who thinks it wasn't I didn't know that that People was who ain't got a good head on their shows. At all. I read something. I don't know if it was on Facebook or Instagram, but the person said that if you don't have a college degree, you probably don't know anything. No, not a college degree, but if you don't have student <laughs> loans, you probably don't know anything that Jay Cole was talking about. <laughs> Very no, true. Like, yeah, yeah. So we got Britt Marshman. Yes. I, I'm sorry. I got to roll with that. That's what mm-hmm. I started I with. I like that, that name, uh-huh. too. It mm-hmm. rolls. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's Introduce a yourself. Name. Me? Yeah. No, I'm the Mar- person behind you. I'm Artesia, the co-host of The Reality Is. You're just a part. You're a fixture. <laughs> and we got the homie Spider-Man. We had Mike. We got Spider in there producing now. What's good with you, Spider? You doing all right today, man? Oh, yeah. This is a two thumbs up kind of day. Yeah. Did you enjoy 420? I did. Oh, I'm not done of yet. Of not done. I'm not done. Roll that motherfucker straight on through the weekend. Lord, I only so, had some wine. That's it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, me too. So, I, I, first of all, I have to say... I know you are Artesia's friend. Best is at at best, thanks. (laughs) In such a short period of time. I know. But the thing that I do like about you and respect you, you are um, the host for Bad and Bougie Moms podcast out of Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, You are now under Roberts Media Group. Yes, And we are having an anniversary dinner for the podcast tomorrow. And I'm excited and I respect you because you flew in for multiple reasons, but to be here was one of those. Yes, Mm -hmm. y'all was my top priority, to be honest. And it's fucking crazy to me because we got motherfuckers that's right in town. We can't get these niggas to pay nothing. I knew it. To do nothing. So I have to, if I had a crown, I would put it on your head and tilt it to the side on some pimp shit and and really appreciate. But for real though, I really do appreciate what you're doing. I love the consistency of the podcast. I love the concept of the podcast. If you guys are not listening, you need to get on your motherfucking game. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just saying that because she is Britt Marshman or a part of the Roberts Media Group brand. You found her. 
Well, she found, she found you. Yes. And yes. Uh-huh. y'all just kind of hit it off from there. And like mm-hmm. I said, I love the concept of the whole, you know, what sure. you're doing. So with mm-hmm. you, we'll interview you a little bit, even okay. though that's not what we were intending to do. We're going to talk hey, some I'm shit, ready. too. But yeah. what made you want to start the podcast? Oh, so it's funny you um, mentioned that. I was looking back at my notes um, back in 2016, and I was thinking about doing the podcast, what I wanted to name it, and I actually was going to name it Wicked Moms. That shit's so lame. Yeah, that sounds like some Boston <laughs> shit. That's mad wicked, yo. I'm right. so glad you didn't go with that. Right. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It, yeah, so... I've been thinking about it for a while. I just honestly wanted a platform um, for mothers out there who's doing it all. I feel like, you know, once you are put in that mom box, people think that, you know, you go around the house wearing like moo-moos yeah. and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I want people to know that motherhood is fun. It's yeah. sexy. It's, you know, just doing you, making sure you raise your kids the yeah. best you can. So um, my kids turn out great. Mm. So and you just had a, a son, wasn't it? Yeah, so um, Remington Marshman, we name him, well, we call him Remy for sure. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so six months. Yeah. Six months, man. Six months. You know, I, um, I've i had it like once or twice. They mm-hmm. say pregnant pussy is the best pussy. It That's is. what they say. That's what I heard. That's what he say too at mm-hmm. the house. So. <laughs> I know I didn't get no complaints <laughs> right. when I was pregnant. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it felt better too. It did, yeah. and I don't know. Maybe if it's Maybe because the, the baby hormones. pushing y'all walls closer together too, and it just that little friction. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, have I'm, trying, I'm getting a, a visual at this point. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know about that, but um, it might be. I'm not sure. Ain't no telling. I like the name though, Remington Marshman. Remington mm-hmm. Marshman. That is a strong Sounds name. Very yes. prestigious and yes. strong. Mm-hmm. What made you come up with that? Um, honestly, well, first of all, um, my fiance will. Husband, however y'all want to name him, we we have to talk about that later. You gotta get somebody some credit. Yeah, well, no, the fact is, no, we got married last year, but no one knows. Oh, so gotcha. and our wedding day is actually in August, so we're trying to still keep it under wraps. So well, that's gonna um, be out the window. It's gonna be yeah. right. So you know, hey, it is what it is. But um, his all his kids' names start with the R. Oh. So we have um Roman and Reagan. So that's how we came up with Remington. But honestly, Remington still. That's the what actor. I thought about. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking when mm-hmm. I said it. I yeah. almost said that instead yeah. of Marshman. Yeah, that and also um, it's a gun out there that's supposed it to is. be yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it just it fits him. He it's is strong. y'all. He crazy. I wish I would have brought him with me and a just shooter. set them up. Yeah. He y'all. He's gonna be a mess. We already gonna prep him. Go to UGA. Yeah. Go ahead and get this football scholarship. <laughs> and then yeah, he on now. Balling out. <laughs> yeah, he the golden ticket. You are yeah. you you are tall. I didn't expect you mm-hmm. to be tall. You're five ten. Five ten and a half. I'm five nine. I'm I'm, I'm five seven. So uh-huh. normally I'm like equal. the tallest girl. So, yeah. yeah, really yeah. equal or the tallest. It's not, I mean, it's you know unless you play sports. But when or something I saw like you, that. I was like, you, pretty you tall. are way taller than mm-hmm. you look on pictures. Yeah. Oh, that's what everyone. You look says. like you about five six on pictures. <laughs> really, yeah. just that's from the way you take pictures and stuff. That angle, that yeah. angle game is on point. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but no, it's, and it's funny you guys mentioned that because in my hometown I was pretty much the tallest girl. Like I remember graduating from high school, I was actually the last person to graduate in my city because I was so tall. We had to line up boy girl. For a girl mm. by height. So I was the last one graduating at nine o'clock at night. But um when I moved to Atlanta, it's on Amazon bitches out there. I'm gonna go yes. ahead and let you know. So if y'all yeah. come, y'all gonna see some six mm-hmm. two, six three oh, with I no heels. I know. With, I've been right. there and the yeah. smallest waist with yeah. the fattest ass. <laughs> That too, it's probably <laughs> fake, but whatever. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I don't need my <laughs> shit to be able to be flipped around Atlanta. inside the cheek. Exactly. The new Atlanta, yeah. exactly. Everything so. is new though. 
Naj put out that podcast about like the old DC, new DC thing, and it's yeah. like why? I wonder why gentrification. I was gonna say I yeah. wonder why, mm-hmm. but that's why. That's why. It's unfortunate, but it's like when you gentrify shit, and we talked about that earlier on social media because I was like. Uh, somebody posted something and I think Amanda Seals reposted it. Oh, yeah. And they were basically talking to white people and they were like, it's okay. You want to move in and help better the area and gentrify right. it? That's fine. But make sure you know the area that you moved into. Correct. You know, to where if it's like, you know, most hoods got, I, I said it, we always got that person that may be on drugs, you know, and hanging on the corner. He leaning and rocking back and forth because right. he on that ooh wee. But, you know, if you're a white person that grew up in a certain demographic and you don't understand these things you may mm-hmm. feel like that's a threat or you may feel like something is wrong and a lot of times your one phone call could be a death sentence for a black man right exactly so you have to really put yourself into these communities know where you're you know where you where you where you're moving into and who's there I just think it's important to do that. Yeah. So that's me. So you're here. What are your expectations while in Dallas? Is this your first time here? My first time, actually, well, I came here for the Super Bowl. We actually flew into Dallas, and Mm -hmm. then we went down to Houston. But this is my first time actually being here. Mingling. Yes. So the first thing that I've noticed, it's a lot of white people. It's Mm -hmm. very, it's a lot. But see, the thing about it, you got got to find the ones like Spider. I know. Mm -hmm. Spider (laughs) seemed like he's cool. So, I mean, and I flew into Austin first before I came here. Oh, it's whiter than white. It was to the point I had to test my home me was like yo like do they not have black people <laughs> see the thing about austin is you're gonna get the hipster type austin mm-hmm. and so you you you'll find hipsters here too but it's that's a different deep yeah that's in deep, deep you'll find okay. the hipsters in deep Ellum, but yeah the white people normally here it's gonna be more straight lace and mm-hmm. you, okay. yeah what you see on the news uh, but if okay. you're in austin it's gonna be more open-minded people mm-hmm. like a spider like uh um, mike who just well mike ain't white hell no. mike mexican <laughs> but you know you'll find more open-minded individuals but yes it is a lot of white people here and that's what i, I tell people all the time i was like dallas is a cool place mm-hmm. if we could try to create some kind of black culture here because mm-hmm. even the black culture that is here mm-hmm. is based off it, to me i feel like it's premises white culture Right, because I mean, because okay, well, first of all, before I had started doing a podcast, I used to work at Haverty's mm-hmm. um, in a corporate office. Mm-hmm. So they will always talk about um, the store here in Dallas. I want to say I seen it off the highway when mm-hmm. I was coming up, yeah. but it's just that that store actually makes the most money for the entire corporation. Like, I don't know if it's just because it's a lot of white folks yeah. that's mm-hmm. buying up stuff, but you know, it's just. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. I can see that because, no. yeah, technically for one, it would be a lot of white people. And then I do know several black people that even though it's Haverty's, they're like, oh, I have to have Haverty's just right. because that's been something it's for furniture to inspire. Yes. Yeah, Haverty's. They had one in Texarkana. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think they closed it down. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. No, not like that. I'm just saying, I didn't know, like... <laughs> Motherfucker be eating everything when we take I when sure I take do. it down there. She eat up it's everything. It's a good. She want to talk about Texas County, but she. I eating. look forward to going back. How far is it? From it's here? about it's like three hours. Three, yeah, it's, oh, they okay. say it's four, but I normally make it in two and yeah. a half. Mm-hmm. I love Who going. follows speed? Let it's me a peace of mind when we go. <laughs> uh-huh. It is a peace yeah. of mind for me. I always go back to the country when the city has been too much for me because mm-hmm. in the city it's kind of like it's a lot of betrayal. It's a lot of hate. It's overbearing. It's it's people who you know acting like they're more than what they are so it's like to go back home to me or go deeper into the south to the black south is like that love is different right. you know what i'm saying that feel is different even in atlanta like i was telling her before you got here i was uh-huh. like i remember when i um, was in atlanta in the jonesboro area and i was like these motherfuckers sound country and we sound in, mm-hmm. in texas and then it's like when you hit florida the shit is even worse <laughs> like did you just walk off the plantation it probably wow. did so i have a question for you guys where's okay. the projects Oh, 
I can take you. Really, I haven't seen any. Like yeah, everything looks so built. It's just so different from yeah. Atlanta. Like it look new and clean. Uh-huh. New and clean. Y'all have no trees really. No. Like all the trees look planted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I can take you to the project. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to see some black culture. <laughs> but you see, but you, and it's crazy that she says that because we just talked about it and we did a podcast when we said the hood is home, mm-hmm. and it's like where other people feel threatened. I feel at home. Yeah. And in the hood, niggas ain't getting killed like the news make it. Right. Like those are the gangsters and the motherfuckers who stole from somebody Mm -hmm. and they getting killed. Or if you walk up to a motherfucker and you talking shit and he feel threatened for his life, you're dead. But you you can everybody's looking out for each other. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And you on the porch, somebody on the porch, you know, you, you wave. Mm-hmm, Motherfuckers mm-hmm. still taking care of other people's grandmothers. They be and like, I'm kids. picking today. You, you want to come, come through? on and get a plate? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I miss them times where somebody mama come out on the porch and be like, y'all get y'all ass in the house. Yeah. Right, exactly. Where's exactly. that at? Right. You don't, I don't even know my now next door neighbor. to say something because you don't know what that fallout is going to be. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's because just being raised in the 90s, and me and my friends talk about this all the time, it's a very much different culture than it is now. Like you said, we don't personally know our neighbors like if anything ever happened to us or you know they not gonna say anything because mm-hmm. they don't talk so it's just it's just weird how people don't have that you know that watching out for each other kids mm-hmm. you know if your kid do someone I can whoop his ass just like I can whoop my other one yeah, so. trust him mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the thing that I think Artiz was talking about she's getting ready to move and she was talking about walking around to what is it? You her no, whole I life just, is like no, government sealed. No, no it's, it's not. a sealed document. I just had a I had a, a different vision in mind of what when we would talk about the move. Oh, I did. okay. I did because it's very near and dear to my heart. It y'all. is. Well, I'm sorry. You want me to edit this part out? No, I wasn't anyway. But I just thought I'd I know ask you, you weren't. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and rude. I already told you, congratulations. Yes, and thank I'm proud you. Of you. And yes. I did share it with you. Mm-hmm. So yes. So how did y'all become so tight for the people who don't know? Because there are some people who really feel weird about how close y'all are. <laughs> who? Who? Name them. Yeah, I'm Drop sure you'll, you'll. I'm sure you'll meet some of them over the weekend. Oh, yeah. But for me, I think it's dope. The reason I think it's dope is because she doesn't have a lot of female friends. Not right. because she can't have them, but they're not dependable. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't normally seemingly have any money or not not willing to spend anything. I'm sorry, it's your friends. Shot, shot. Yeah. So it's yeah. So for you to 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 you know pack yeah. up and fly here is mm-hmm. big, man. And that's yeah. why it means a lot to me. Yeah. But originally we met. You know, doing the pod, mm-hmm. doing her podcast, mm-hmm. and we just kind of kept in touch, and it was very organic. I think nothing was forced. Yeah. It just, I mean, it just happened. And I feel also we think on the same wavelength. Like mm-hmm. it, honestly, like she says, very organic. Even with because. Um, Rashawn, my fiance, he said, I don't have a lot of friends either. And I just tell him, I have my friends, my good three. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're very dependable because my thing is, I'm going to pit someone how I'm going to treat a person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So the whole dependability, just, you know, no judgment, just having an open mind, just knowing. Yeah. yeah and, and let people know I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't understand that either, especially. And I'm not sure if I'm speaking for you or not, especially when a person do everything for everybody else. Yes. And it's like you want that one person in your corner Ooh, like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Right, who folks you? If you cry, you cry hell. And if you need for me, go slash three tires. Because if yes. you slash three tires, then you cannot claim it on your insurance. FYI, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> just letting y'all know, just drop a gems. You so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I let me drop a gem. The homie mm-hmm. Michelle posted earlier this week because somebody was talking about taxes mm-hmm. on their home. So for all of you guys who have homes, mm-hmm. you can uh, protest your property taxes. Yeah, I, I did I not did know you too. could. Not I me did. either. I did it. Um, a lot of people don't. Because it can be daunting. I think 
a lot of people know that they can do things, but they don't want to commit to actually doing it. That's just mm-hmm. the way I see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, sure. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to be on the lookout for what any notices that you that see ass. in the mail. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you. I'm going to respond the way mm-hmm. that I should be. I had a hearing date. A lot of times people do go as far to get the hearing and, and they don't show, show up. up. Yeah. And that was one of the things that the guy said to me when I went to protest yeah. mine. And he was like, wow. He was like, and how old are you? He was like, I really just want to commend you because yeah. the fact that you follow through with this process. And it was very lucrative yeah. for me to do it. She's right. a pit bull. She's my pit bull on the leash. When I don't want to deal with my credit cards from companies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> 1-800-855-428. Get these motherfuckers and get this shit in line. Give me a break. I can't keep paying these couple hundred dollars a month. I need to drop these motherfucking know, bills the to seventy. Price. Yeah, that shit is yeah. killing. Mm-hmm. And but, I tell the same thing about mm-hmm. um like their credit credit repair. Like yeah. Everybody's you know trying to pay to get their credit done. Yeah. I honestly, if you just sit up there, you can find the letters mm-hmm. online that you can do send these and do it yourself. You just gotta keep at it and follow up. Yeah. And a lot of times, the process that. Uh, some of those people will take is going to make it worse right in the process like whereas you can just go through and choose what you're going to tackle and do it over time yeah Mm -hmm. see how much she's talking spider (laughs) spider's been here a while i'm telling she does not talk this the fluidity of her talking is not this fluid when you're not here really normally i drink i swear to god normally if i drink if i'm about to get some water i'll be like I give it that hand, like yeah. Keep keep it going while I'm. Let me get this drink of water. This is amazing. Maybe we need to create a Brit hologram. (laughs) And and just flash that bitch over there. And every time I have her in the studio on the mic, she just feel comfortable. I'm being. I just be watching. I literally been sitting up spider all week, and I was like, I'm waiting. Literally like Christmas. She like, oh Wednesday. Oh Brick will be here. Oh she coming early now. And I'm like. Okay, <laughs> I ain't seeing this motherfucker this happy in a minute. But no, for real, I, I, and I go back to what Britt was saying. It is important. I think people don't know how to be friends as adults. Mm-hmm. Like it's like yeah. when you become when you be turn you turn thirty and you lose everything. Yeah. You lose everything. You lose everybody. And it's like I was telling Artiz the other day. This week was a rough week for me mm-hmm. um, with my job being like I tell people all the time. Being the only black guy, being yeah. a manager and being in this position is kind of like. Nobody respects you. Right. And then if you do know something or you give the information that's correct, it's like people don't want to follow that lead. Mm -hmm. So it's like I had to deal with that shit. Then we got paid yesterday and then I hit her up. I was literally got home early. I'm working, doing reports and shit. And Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, I'm about to send you some money because, you know, we're going to San Diego in June. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, let me send you this money for the ticket or whatever like that. I checked my account. That bitch said twenty dollars. I was like, "Hold the fuck up! I just got paid." He called me. Where's my money from my savings? Where's my money from my motherfucking check? All I called and told her was, "Uh, all my bills are paid. I was about to send you this money." No, you I didn't said, even say that much. Oh, and you were so well, calm. Go I ahead. knew it was something. Oh, yeah. He literally called and he was like, "I was a little bit." Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but he called and he was like, "If I can ask you." To do one thing for me, will oh, yes, you please sir. do it? And I don't and never, like, and I never, never ask people that. for this, oh, and I'm not a spiritual person. That. Okay. And I was like, what is it? So I'm standing up in my desk. So by this time, I'm sitting down. I'm like, what is it? He's right. like, just pray for me. He was like, I just checked my account, and it says I have twenty dollars, and it's no trace of where my money. It literally was. <laughs> and you know how said, your shit is pinned. It was no, no fucking trace. No nothing. He said, I'm getting off the phone now because I just need to be by myself. So immediately, I'm the fixer. So I'm on the computer. I'm pulling up his account to figure out what's going on uh-huh. and I'm like the system is down <laughs> that's all it is and I was just like all the bad <laughs> shit that has happened to me but see and she can attest to this it may seem crazy to other people but it's been a shitty week 
It's yeah, been a yeah, shitty yeah, okay. new year. Yeah. You know, like six uh-huh. people that literally I fuck with have died this year. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's so much shit going on. And I was like, man, that's why I love the podcast because, like I said, it's therapeutic it's for me. It's very. And then I also let people know, like, one thing about that people love about the podcast is I don't just talk about the wins. Mm-hmm. You right. know, like, I lo- like I said the other day on uh, Instagram, I said I lose every fucking day. Mm-hmm. I fail. I said, but with failing, I also succeed. Mm-hmm. Well, people might be like, how the fuck you succeed when you fail it? If I'm still fucking doing it, nigga, I'm succeeding. Mm-hmm. If I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm yes. still good. What two chains say? Right. If nigga, if you woke up this morning, you're blessed. Mm-hmm. Right. Period. And people don't. And I say that. And it's funny you mentioned that because I remember. I don't know if it was with. It had to be with you guys because y'all are the only people I talk to about my podcast. But <laughs> we were talking about um the social media following, how to get your social mm-hmm. media up. Yeah. And um honestly, you guys, I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know this now. I went in it where I'm like, look, if I have 75 followers, I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, and just having that type of expectation. Not saying it's a low expectation, yeah. but just doing it out the love of your heart and. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Don't set yourself up for yes. failure. Yeah. It, it grows, and I'm like, cause at one point I said, okay, once I reach 200, I'm gonna celebrate whatever, whatever. Yeah. 200 came so fast, I ain't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever. But, but and then I learned too. And you're I, very consistent. So. You are, and that's what's gonna yeah. get you. And it's mm-hmm. difficult to be consistent very. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about you being under the umbrella, not to be funny, and we we try to tell people this. People we've already interviewed. If you want to interview them, it's easy to be like, hey, boom, can you put this mm-hmm. in? Mm-hmm. So it's like you should always have something coming, and that's why we created that network right. to kind of help. It's just like with therapy, you need a network. Right. You need a network in anything you do to keep shit going, to keep you inspired, to learn from somebody else, to see something mm-hmm. that somebody else is doing and be like, let me try. I think when y'all interviewed the the Blue Yeti mic. Oh, yeah. And yes. she hit me up in the inbox and she was like, hey, I already got it. Yeah. You know how many mm-hmm. motherfuckers would have saw that and be like, I ain't paying 150 yeah. for no motherfucking mic. And that's why I'm I keep love sounding her. sounding like trash to where your shit sound right. like this all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I love her. Mm-hmm. So it's just about doing what the fuck it takes and. I definitely feel like with what you're doing, you'll succeed at it. Again, not because you're sitting here. Because believe me, I've told people, your shit sucks. We don't want it. Yeah. Um, you know, we let a couple of people in at the beginning and they're getting better. But, mm-hmm. you know, we done met a lot of shitty podcasts. And the thing I think that's going to keep yours going, from my personal opinion, is different. Yeah. Like, I don't know no other podcast is interviewing moms about solely about them. You can mm-hmm. interview uh, some guys a couple times. Yes, that was Father's February. <clears throat> excuse me, February for Father's or whatever. Yeah. Because, yeah. and the only reason why I did that, honestly, is because someone hit me up in my inbox was like, yo, you should have dads on. But you know, yeah. and that's so crazy. But why yeah, can't you have that space for what the fuck right, you want to do? Exactly. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. like, it says bad and bougie moms. Yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, they need their whole point of view, you know, spoken mm-hmm. honestly. It worked out, but I'm like, I, nah, I could I could have dealt with it. It's okay. It. It's okay with saying no. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that is because my I have an open door policy. Whoever wants to come on, they can come on. Mm-hmm. But if it's like twenty black people in a row, I get a lot of people all the time, they be like, You don't like Mexicans or white people on there? And right. I'm like, I'm not against that shit. I just need yes. them to respond to the email or say yeah. they want to come and you can fucking come because I feel like when you're talking about race and relationships and all of this shit, if it's always just one perspective, right? Then it, it's it's to me it's faulty, right? You know you can't. It, it's great to have a white person in here and say whatever. Are you racist, Spider? No, not at all. All right. <laughs> Do you listen to hip hop music? Uh huh. Yeah. Have you ever eaten black soul food? Absolutely. It's Do you like the one the asses on black women if they look mm. ass is ass? Yeah. Say, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to have the people in the room right. to ask the question to say. And then, and then if he did say no to something I asked, then that's when you get the opportunity without being facetious or crazy and be like, so why? Right. I don't give a, I would love to have a Ku Klux Klan person in here. You know, I, I don't I'm t- think I'll go there. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, like, I would love it because you well, get to have that conversation. I told you I was watching Kamal Bell where yeah. it was like uh, United Races of America and mm-hmm. he went out to talk to them. First of all, 
it's a setup for itself because normally when they talk to black people, they keep their mask on. He gonna sweat the fuck out in this room. <laughs> so the nigga might pass <laughs> out. So good riddance. But I need to know those questions so, you know, you get to I'm just concerned you figure it about out. your temper, like if you did that in person. Yeah. I think I would be okay, man. I think I can dial it for not to be funny to get the point across that needs to be right. sent across. Mm-hmm. I would because even if they don't like blacks, all I want to know is why. You just beat his ass after the. Party. No, I, w- I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> it would just be like I want to know why. And after watching that shit with Kamal Bell, one of the biggest things they talked about it, they went to the Bible, mm-hmm. right? And, and they and they used that verse about God said we shouldn't be with the like the beast of the earth, and it's mm-hmm. like motherfucker, black people that he wasn't talking about <laughs> right. us. So that's why I say with religion, going back to when I said pray, like I just feel like religion is something that a lot of people use to distort their reality, to make you believe that they're inferior, superior, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But it's like, come on, man. Yeah. And I mean, and I and I'm not sure because with me being born and raised in Georgia, um, especially about the, you know, the clan, and everything. Yeah. I seen that growing up. Like I seen them in their white hats on the top of the hills, like mm-hmm. in real life. You see the so, Texas too. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just having, I guess, just having that background and just knowing the, hey, it's, it's just it would be a, a very touchy subject. For as long me. as nobody puts their hands on me, I can I right. normally can deal. I normally can deal. That's just because my my whole thing too. Like when I think about racism or mm-hmm. the Ku Klux Klan shit, first of all, I'd have been dead if I was raised back in them times, yeah, right? Because yeah, I'd have been, been plotting, I'd have been trying to kill motherfuckers mm-hmm. at all times. I'm trying to uprise everything, mm-hmm. but I just I don't know, man. Something about friendship, like literally, I'm not even y'all friend like that. This little group y'all got, but it's like I literally love seeing this shit. I heard you're part of the cat tie group. Who? <laughs> The oh, cat cat. Oh, but uh, yes. the Gabe. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah so I, cute. Yeah, I'm a part yeah, of the so kids' cat cat group. Right. Yeah, okay. I fuck with kids, man. Like I'm hanging out with kids. <laughs> I got a career day that I'm speaking at uh, next Friday. I'm 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 not nervous, but I am nervous. I'm nervous because first of all, I don't want to curse. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking well, to kids with, with Gabe. Gabe. So. But yeah, it was you didn't know my mind I though. Know. The words that were about yeah. to come out that I literally had. It was to, a couple of times I was like, Lord Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was sometimes like when I asked them about women, I started yeah. to be like, "So shit, you ready for this nigga and pussy?" <laughs> oh, but have you noticed it's so hard? Cause I'm the same way. I cuss a lot, yeah. but I can tell. It feels with, good. It does feel mm-hmm. very good, but I could tell with certain, you know, people I have on my podcast, they're not that type of, you yeah. know, chick. Mm-hmm. So it's like just having to calm that down. I'm like, girl, let's you just hurry to 45 minutes. Hurry up. You got to. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to cut that shit to 20. Mm-hmm. You don't give oh. when when it's when it's interviews to where not to be funny. I feel like I can't totally be myself. Right. You getting 20 minutes of my time. Yeah, yeah, and That's it's it. sad. And I try to do it for the masses because I know everybody's not as you know like yeah. us. But mm-hmm. it's just it's boring. Yeah, to me. it's definitely boring. Right. That's like a lot of like when I listen to a lot of white podcasts, it's very few that I like. The only reason is because it's it's kind of like with black podcasts. A lot of white podcasts they sound the same. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of black podcasts they sound the same. They talk mm-hmm. about the same shit. Now certain things is like depending on the content that you're giving me, mm-hmm. I may be able to use it, so I'll listen. Mm-hmm. But if all that shit sounds like NPR, I'm done. Oh, if yeah, all black podcasts are talking about hip hop and all of this shit and being pro black, I'm done. Right. For me, I feel like the benefit of this podcast is you literally get to hear a motherfucker talk about real shit mm-hmm. from fucking up with girls and daddy not being there, and my mama, mm-hmm. my brother being broke, having money, shit we've been through. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. is still baffled by the breakup and we just still tight as shit. Yeah. You know, so it's like one of them things where it's like, I got a message yeah. the other day. Somebody just listened to the breakup episode. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, dang, we had no idea. Cause you be, I mean, you just keep it professional. Right. I was telling my, um, when I went to therapy the other day and I was telling, I said, 
she was like, why did y'all break up? And I was like, you know, I told her. Mm-hmm. And then she was, I was telling her, I said, but she's probably the best woman I've ever been with. Right. Meaning from a perspective of just being a nice, wholesome person who fucking, like, you know they want you to win. Mm-hmm. I'm an asshole. Pure. I am. Pure. Through and through. Through and through. <laughs> and this motherfucker. I only been knowing Britt like this. She, she been hanging around you too long. But like, I know I can be an asshole spider. And it's like, sometimes I'll do something and then I'll hit her up and I'll be like, I, sometimes I won't even say I'm sorry until like the next day or like late that right. night or I'll text it. But this, sometimes this I week kn- it was a whole week before you text me. Damn. Was it? Yeah, because you had a rough week. Yeah, I did. So but I'm glad you lot, understand yeah, that. A lot and, of it got yeah. taken out on me or mm-hmm. vented to towards me. Oh yeah, and I did reach like, out and I said, "Hey, yeah." Because and a lot of times I'm not talking about her or to her, right. but it's like because she's the closest person to me, she takes offense to it, mm-hmm. or she'll be like, "Damn, when you," because sometimes I'll be like, "You know, ain't nobody fucking with me. I feel like I'm out here just doing this shit by myself." And mm-hmm. she'd be like, "But," and I'd be like, "Not you, you excluding <laughs> excluding you." Because okay. sometimes even if and you know this, being mm-hmm. in a relationship or being married, like sometimes it's still good to have that person outside mm-hmm. right, you know and right. it goes back to your expectations and the thing mm-hmm. I talked about on the podcast uh, Instagram this week I was like diversify your expectations mm-hmm. and I heard that from somewhere and I was like that's so true you know they was like diversified in a relationship if it's something he doesn't do or if he doesn't listen or then if you can have that friend outside of that that will delegate that task to them if it's somebody who doesn't like to work out and you're in a relationship get your workout partner if it's right. something that they don't like to hear about talk to somebody else about it so if you by taking all those expectations we have off one person because when you're in a relationship, the expectations level up. Right, mm-hmm. it does. And we talked about when we were talking about moving in together one time and I said, I don't think that's good because I have expectations of you now mm-hmm. and if we move in and you don't meet these, I feel like I'm trapped here yeah, and these things are still, it. yeah. So, yeah. it's one of them things. Because y'all dated for how long? Six years? Six yeah. years. Yeah, y'all never lived with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We both like our space. Like, I'm an only mm-hmm. child. So oh, yeah. I need to have my space. And, and then, then me is just something about coming in and it's quiet. Mm-hmm. And it's nobody there. I like the quiet too. I actually had to adjust to noise when I had kids because yeah. I didn't want to feel like I was like keeping them. Uh, one day I literally was like their kids, and and they aren't even loud and no, rambunctious, but they can be like when they're talking, going back and forth, and I just like complete silence. Right. And sometimes yeah. she, I remember when they were younger, she would hit me up and be like, "So what are you doing?" And I would be busy sometimes, and she'd uh-huh. be like, "Please just give me twenty minutes of adult." conversation yes. uh-huh. oh no i'm the same <laughs> yeah. way because people and, and when you say stuff like that people are like oh you must don't like your kids and it's like no i love them mm-hmm. but it's just i'm saying what well, i need complete silence so i let them know look don't talk to me for 40 minutes mm-hmm. like just yeah. give me my time and you know call a date but like you're saying my kids they're not rent bunches mm-hmm. either so when i see some badass kids oh, i'll yes. be like oh well, hell no yeah yeah i can't yeah. it's difficult man when you see that part of it so but Britt, where can they find you on social media Oh. I got a haircut at three o'clock. I can't miss it this time. I done nah. paid my barber twenty dollars in fees because I'm when you you know when you break that appointment. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a wrap. But I had to um, ask that nigga too. I said, nigga, when you late? Cause you late. Am I getting a cut on these cuts? Exactly. Do you set an appointment? Or yeah, what? I always set an appointment. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. that don't mean shit. Somebody, if somebody else come in late, then it's whatever. So where can they find you on social media? All right. So on social media, I'm at the Bad and Bougie Moms. That's B A D A N D B O U G I E Moms. And um, <laughs> excuse me. I guess you can, y'all. If y'all want to follow my personal, I mean, it's cool. Y'all follow me on my personal one. Yeah. yeah so that's where the turn up really gets real. Um, <laughs> it's the Brittany. I think it's the dot Brittany with. One one T. Yeah. So yeah, make sure you guys follow me and um, listen to the Bad and Bougie Moms. I'm having some great things coming up. So yeah. the last episode I had 
previous to the last episode, I had Nikki Duncan, yeah. uh, the wife of Osha off of Black Ink Crew. Yeah. She's amazing. So yeah. Oh, that's who that was? Mm-hmm. What about, um, shit, I was about to say, when do your episodes drop? Do you have a set day or you just do them like I do and just drop them bitches? At, at one point, because I'm very anal about stuff like that, I was doing it every Tuesday, yeah. but um, somebody named Artesia and Mia had pushed me to do our episode yeah. like three days earlier and it, it fucked with me. It yeah. really did. So I'm trying to get back on my every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. See, it, it it can fuck with you. Um, I used to be the same way, but then mm-hmm. I was like, fuck when it. I when I started saying, but for me it was like when I started seeing them numbers go up, I was like, mm-hmm. that's what drive. that's okay. what grew my listenership is mm-hmm. consistently putting shit out because if they like one, it's like, oh, when he coming out with another one, right, you know what right. I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, we're getting ready to wrap this up so I don't miss my appointment for the third yeah. time this week. Uh, thanks, Britt, for coming out. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow, too. It's going to be crazy. But be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. Did I say enough W's? I did. And yeah. I'm not going to read the whole spiel. If you want to be on the show, email us at info at the reality is. Uh, leave us a rating and review. We don't even ask y'all for money. I hear a lot of podcasts out here saying send $2, send $5, send $10. We just ask y'all to leave us a rating or review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and some of the big ones too. And that, that got money. And you like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we ain't asking y'all for nothing. We coming out of our own pockets to do what needs to be done. We just need y'all to leave us a rating right. or review. You know, we appreciate that. We don't care if it's a good review. Even if it's a bad one, we still accept that. We do. But I always remember to inhale curse to excel success. Artesia, thank you for continuously putting up with me. Mm-hmm. Mike, you're not here, but I do appreciate having the conversation I had with you earlier. Yes. Thank you for turning this air all the way down. I know. Because I love it. I guess the new owners gave you control of the AC. Yeah, I got time. <laughs> yeah, I got titty sweat, arm sweat, everything. Back in the kneecap. You know what I'm saying? Oh, see, that's when you get in that head, though. Yeah. That's another. That's another. You're right, though. I see that. Hell yeah, you get in there. You're like, well, why the fuck am I sweating? Behind my damn legs, sweat running down your calf muscles. Oh no! <laughs> Lord have mercy, Spider. Thanks for um, thanks for catching this last episode, man. Sure. I know Mike had to step out. Artesia, thanks. Britt, thanks. Listeners, man, we appreciate you guys. We wouldn't be here with you celebrating four years of the reality is on tomorrow. Five years in the podcasting game. So we hope to be here another five years, man. Y'all have a good one. Have a blessed weekend. Be safe. All y'all four twenty. I hope y'all smoke some real OG. OG Kush died. Alright, we'll check y'all next week, man. News 4 at 4. We're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. 
tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.